Position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total autocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, in perspective sales, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know. Uh, join us on Steam and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals. Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for... Members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, and welcome to episode number 154 of the Best Linux Games Podcast. Being recorded for you here on, uh... This Sunday morning, the um, Sunday, the eighth of October, twenty seventeen, one hours a.m. Pacific Coast time. For those of you who uh, know this show, for those of you who are longtime listeners of this show, um, <clears throat> Crack Engineer Ivor Molina over there in the booth, he is. He is there, he's holding up the whiskey sign and that's the only sensible thing that makes any sense right now. Cheers to absent friends and to our top stories. Let's go to our top stories. Mm. Top stories this week. I know I try to keep this place the toy aisle. I know I try to keep this place the um the 
I try to keep this place sacrosanct, free of politics, free of real and relevant and important news and stuff, but there is Seven days ago, 600 people were shot where I live, in my hometown, Las Vegas, where this is being recorded. And it's... I'm very grateful. I... I'm very grateful that no one that I... Everyone that I... Everyone... Everyone I know and love is okay. Tell that to 600 fucking families. So there is something different when it happens in your town. And it makes it just very, very fucking hard to focus on the toy aisle. So this week's show has been cancelled is what I'm trying to tell you I got nothing for you this week Best Links Games podcast this episode 154 I have nothing for you other than 600 people were shot less than fucking 5 miles from my fucking house Sorry, I don't mean to yell at you. You, the listener, who did not come here for this. Most people from Las Vegas who are, you know, natives who live and work here um, will also tell you that uh, the vast majority of the people who were who were hit were not Las Vegas natives that's true of anything bad that happens here in Las Vegas in general but I don't know how to fucking do a podcast about video games when you couldn't find a seat in a hospital this is where politics becomes fucking real that's what I want to say. If we're not going to do a fucking toy show tonight, then fine. I know it's my job, god damn it. But something is different when it happens to you here. So let me tell you, at 11.30, alright, my buddy Jeff, Jeffy Wise, who you all know from this podcast, who works on the strip, texted me at around 10.30 something horrible is happening on the strip, there's some sort of shooter or something, so I tune in to fucking uh, our local NBC affiliate News 3, Channel 3 on their website, and they had a stand-up going on outside of the Mandalay Bay 
that was showing nothing. And this was live streamed. This was not taped to broadcast. This was not taped to air. They didn't even have an anchor in front of the camera yet. They didn't, or a reporter in front of the camera yet. And my first thought was, this is a rock concert. I had a gestalt moment. Like, you know how, like, in uh, detective novels, like, people are like, and then, it was then that the whole fucking crime scene exploded in front of me like an image. I had this horrible image at around 10.45 because everyone who was leaving Mandalay Bay was not running. And the only other fact that I knew was that there was an elevated shooter. Anyway, these people did not look like they had been to a mass shooting event. My darkest thoughts eventually came true that there was someone with an automatic rifle firing into a crowd from above of people, of audience members, of innocent fucking people deliberately had to be... And by the way, I will tell you, and I'm sorry, I hate to say this, but I've seen more mass shootings in my lifetime than there have ever fucking been in the entire goddamn history of the United States. I'm 37 years old. But I had this gestalt fucking image of this guy shooting down into a rock concert. If I wanted to kill as many people as I could, this was before 1 o'clock in the morning on Monday morning. This is exactly how I would do it. The noise would cover your shots. You'd be 300 yards away, 400, 500 yards away. You'd be firing with an automatic rifle. You would kill so many people. So, I'm sorry to the victims' families, but I have given up, long given up, on any certainty of ever really knowing why. I've seen too many of these. When I was a little kid, my mom took me to the library after Timothy McVeigh fucking killed a whole fucking grade school. Took me to the library and I rented a book on terrorism and I rented it. I checked out another book on counterterrorism. And fucking Christ, my whole life has been a fucking pattern of living out those the lessons, the sad lessons of those two books. I don't believe in God, so I refuse to say thoughts and prayers, but my heart fucking... My heart is broken for these people.
600 people get shot. By any objective measure, it's, it's, but if you want to like, if you need a body count, if you're one of those sick motherfuckers who needs a body count to get excited, that's like fucking, what? One sixth of fucking... Tally of September 11, 2001. Anyway. I have been a fucking mess. I have not been well. Just trying to... Just trying to figure out what the fuck and what has helped and this is where we veer radically away from from the uh, not the toy you know we are the toy aisle well we're going away from the toy aisle tonight fucking NRA Lobby needs to stop this as do it's just endemic of this entire fuck let's focus one thing at a time okay so the man I don't think we'll ever know what his true motive was I've given up on learning it Generally, in terms of these mass shootings, mass mass casualty events that have become all too fucking common, god damn it. Now look, I am a podcaster. That's it. That's all I am anymore. Why we do not have I appreciate the Second Amendment. Let, let's, let's start there. I appreciate the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment is great. It was not envisioned for these sorts of times. It was not imagined for a time when modern weaponry were one man with a well-planned firing position could mow down 600 fucking people. Okay? So that's premise the first. Premise the second. You want to have a second amendment that is commensurate with being able to in the founding fathers um Founding Fathers envisioned an armed militia of breech loaders that were capable of being rallied just as they had been rallied to defend the democracy against tyranny. 
militia, local militia, local, local militia, man. They did not imagine them being able to freak out and kill Fifty plus people and shoot six hundred more innocent civilians. It was not in their conception. God damn it! And you know what? Last time this fucking happened. I'm sorry. The last time this happened was Sandy Hook. And you had these profiteering fucking voices on the Republican right. And any Republican who wants to tell me that they're not the Republican right, then you fucking vote against this. You vote against Alex Jones. Alex Jones fucking believes that the Sandy Hook was a false flag incident where actual fucking United States soldiers killed fucking little kids. That's where we are right now. And our president, I don't care who you voted for or why you voted for them. This has to stop. This has to stop. That's my episode. I mean, I don't. I, I know. I left a lot of things dangling. I know, Ivor. Ivor, you're fired. It's not a hard sell, even if you have to go state to state. But that's not the ideal thing. State to state. Hey, let's ban. Assault rifles, because they're military-grade, even semi-automatic assault rifles. They're military-grade fucking assault rifles that, with one of them, you are equal to five fucking, you know, Springfield-bearing normal fucking infantrymen in World War II. There's no fucking logical reason! Now, the NRA is trying to tune this down to bump stocks. The NRA will not even ban bump stocks. The NRA is the third most powerful lobby. So I will close this episode by just, I I'm so sorry that I can't do an episode this week. This is our episode. And I would have felt the same fucking way. I probably would have felt the same fucking way if this had happened anywhere. 600 people. I didn't sleep for five fucking days. Because I was just hoping that it would stop. That the... That the, uh... And the tally would stop. It's up to us to make the tally stop. 
everyone within the sound of my voice. It's an easy sell. Write your congressman. Write your senator. I get them confused. I do. Write them and tell them that we need to ban... Forget banning anything. Here's what we need. This is something that I've been yelling at Jeff, Jeffy Wise, for a long time now. The one thing that we as American citizens with or without Trump, with or without Democrats or Republicans, we as a people need to come together and join the civilized fucking world and unite as one and say, first of all, yes, we are Americans. We believe in the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms. But those arms should not fucking be given to people who and this would not this is this is the crazy thing the biggest argument that I have to make is not an argument that would have stopped this yes we need to ban bump stocks I mean if if you don't think we need to ban bump stocks by this point then what the fuck is wrong with you across the across all fucking party divisions but what we do need to do is we need to have fucking rigorous checks to own firearms and this isn't just mainly what I want out of a check so you're saying hey Seth Barkin that's my real name trust me everyone in Vegas who had I don't know anyone who didn't have someone who get, who got shot in all honesty three degrees away everyone knew someone that got shot so as we pour our next little let me let me present you with this hypothesis what we need in this country apart from a new president but that's a different story and if you can't and if you're a pro-Trumper who can't tolerate the fact that someone said that fucking President Maniac needs to be stopped then I'm, wow you know, I'm not gonna make any apologies to you I'm sorry we can have a conversation but when it's based in reality it's really important that it's based in reality so here's the big thing for me most mass shooting events over my lifetime, I'm 37 years old, have involved mentally ill people. Some of them have involved mentally ill people who have sought to get help. What we need is a fucking Brady Bill, a a new iteration of the Brady Law, where you are checked for mental illness. Oh, how many times have you spent in a mental institution in the last five years. What antipsychotic medication are you ta- are you taking? Oh, does that sound like too much? 
an impingement on your fucking freedom trust me ask any of those families of those 600 fucking people who got shot even one chance out of a thousand they would take one chance out of a thousand for that to have not happened and I am not weeping on the air don't you fucking look at me Ivor so my big premise is people who are mentally ill should not be able to own any guns people who are prone to psychotic episodes who are on heavy doses of antipsychotics should not be allowed to own any guns oh it impinges on their rights well they're psychotic psychotic people do not share our same reality okay second and in conclusion of my gun rant and our president our president president fuckface and I'm sorry I don't care if I alienate every fucking one of you president it's hard to not look at him and go president fuckface you know that feeling if you're a big Trump supporter you know that feeling in the pit of your stomach it makes you a little queasy every time you're like oh well I have to agree with this that's called being a cocksucker that's called being the fucking tool of fascism Well, you know, I'm sure that uh, that's called you being mouth-raped by a fascist. And until you show any sort of fucking (sighs) spine, backbone, patriotism to defend the Constitution, to defend our way of, to defend the American experiment in democracy, then, you know, I'm happy to talk with you. Just not on Fox News' terms. The second thing that we need in terms of gun gun legislation is now, and I've been arguing for this in Nevada for a while Nevada is the least likely state to adopt this but what we need realistically I'm sorry I'm very sorry to everyone who tuned into the Best Links Games podcast expecting to get 600 people were shot here last week, seven days ago. The next thing, the other thing that we need that is most essential for every gun that you buy, for every gun, you know, class of gun that you buy, I think you should have to take a three hour meaning two meetings could be done in one week if you need your gun for your hunting party on you know Monday you could do all of this schedule it on Sunday at the gun store 
then Monday, take your classes. We need three. We need two one and a half hour long gun safety courses at a range where someone who knows how to handle your gun. It's a group safety course. It's like, you know, ah, blah. So it tells you how to handle your weapon. Tells you, make sure that you know how to shoot your weapon or that you are not, you know, deranged or can see, you know, visually to aim your weapon or whatever. You know, it's not a weapon skills test, but it is a weapon handlings test. And that should be the final seal of approval on your gun. Now, if you have 15 guns, every three guns, you should have to take it. And many gun advocates, many Second Amendment NRA motherfuckers, be like, oh, that'll... But that won't prevent anything. Once again, I return you to this idea of one in 1,000 chance. My biggest thing is that a lot of mentally ill people have a lot of guns in this country. And the best way to make sure that they are not fucking mentally ill is to have a fucking guy there who is there to, you know, brief you on weapons, you know, weapons handling and shooting proficiency within the legal limits of your state. That guy, even with a class of 30 shooters, has to meet with them twice in one week. That is not a huge imposition, in my opinion. And he will be able to know, oh, you're drunk and you're insane. Or you're insane and you're drunk. Or, you know, blah. And there has to be like a little worksheet thing before we can do that. We have done this in so many other areas, but not with fucking the most deadly weapons on the face of the planet, apart from nuclear arms. Other than that, I will leave you by saying check out Road Redemption. It is out. I'm sorry, this might not have been the most lucid. Thing. I wasn't even going to record a goddamn thing for this fucking episode, but I had to. I mean, I, I. So, in order of privacy, one psychological evaluation checks, along with the waiting time to buy a gun oh wow you have a massive history of being on Prozac you should not have a gun that's it I'm sorry two there should be a fucking legally mandated shooting period two classes before you get your weapon where you are on a range where you learn from some designate 
of the local sheriff's office how to handle what the laws are, how to handle, and then are evaluated at your competency at being able to shoot your gun. Not, it's not a target range test. It's alright, good firing position. Okay, cool. Great. And yes, you know what? That's it. And then third, ban bump stocks and then ban uh, fucking assault rifles. Should not own an AR-15 if you're in if you're in Las Vegas or Utah or California or anywhere in the United States in which you don't plan to fucking fight the last goddamn war. Okay? Now, your titles for this week that I think are really good. Our Road Redemption is in final release, which is Road Rash Blah. Vikings Wolves of Midgard continues to entertain and Please don't forget Puerto Rico. No one is looking at them right now. No one has been looking at them right now. Fucking President Cockfag was fucking throwing paper towels out of the crowd like he was throwing fucking goddammit popcorn to the pigeons as if they weren't people. It was disgusting. It was satanic. Just speaking for myself. So, I will see you next week. No column this week. I know I wore. I know. I don't. I'm sorry. It's the worst show ever, but. That's how I feel. And remember that next time. It could be your fucking country music festival. It could be your harvest fest. It could be your fucking roller coaster, you know, fucking tilt a world, fucking. It could be anybody. You don't have to be afraid. The mortal words of St. Augustine. I'll close with this. Hope has two beautiful daughters. Courage and anger. Courage to face. The coming struggle and anger enough to fuel it. Cheers. I will see you next week. Stay safe, everybody. And, uh... Do not be afraid. No matter what, I refuse. First thoughts that came out of my head when I saw this were, this is a terrorist act. This is a politically motivated terrorist act. Because it was so well planned. And I knew that before 1 o'clock in the morning when I found out that when I found out that my worst fears were well-founded. 
but I thought it was a terrorist act. Do not be afraid. Go play some road road redemption. It's good. Cheers. I will see you next week. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farm. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.